0: What is up, Matt? Are we live? We are live. Fantastic. How you doing today? Phenom- phenomenal. Did we do this again? I did it again. <laughs> wow. Only four.
1: I'm Scott Walton. Hey, Scott. What's your name? My name is Matt Berjeman.
0: How you doing today? Do I can I do my introduction? No, please. No, we're not going to. I would like to. First, we're going to talk about something I think is very important. Yes. I'm finding that uh, people here do not know what beer mosa's are. Beer mosa's. Because you're you're new to the game of the mimos,
1: I, I yeah, it's the first time I have ever heard of it. How would you describe a beer mosa? It is a beer coupled with a mosa,
0: orange juice, orange juice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I think they're better than regular mimosas. Uh, yeah, because I'm not really big. At I champagne. think I
1: think there's they have a smooth factor to them, whereas champagne's a little bit more dry.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. So today, right. today we're gonna to talk about what? I don't know. You invited me here. Uh, we're gonna recap the Buffini bull prediction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are missing our fellow Mike Talker person. That was dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, retract that, Jeff. Brandon. Jeff. Yeah. Note taker, Jeff. We had a man down. Man down. Sick kids. He's out. Yep. Um, but we're gonna recap the bull predictions. Yep. And we're just talk about some nerdy things. Okay. I'm in. Um, besides beermosas, we're going to move on from that. So Today's strange. also Fed Day. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I can tell you're a little answer. Well, we're like, uh, you know, on a roller coaster, we're coming, we, we've peaked and we're coming down the downside of it now. Yes.
1: I'm really excited. Yeah, rates need to go down to help um, buyers in multiple facets, main, mainly affordability. Yeah.
0: So you listened to the Buffini po- uh, bull prediction. I did. And. Give me three takeaways that you had. I think quickly. The, the,
1: yeah, ABC. <laughs> I, I think my my biggest one is the investor side on the coming from a, a real estate point of view, how to build it on my business for 2023. Yep. Um, I think the transaction volume is going to go down. So that was one takeaway that I heard from Brian. Yep. But you could kind of ease that declined by focusing on investors Mm and investor specific for multifamilies. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was number two, number three. I don't even know what my third one would be because I I really honed in on that investor side. Oh, being, being a professional. Yeah. Yeah. Those were
0: all my, my three as well. Well, I said it first, so therefore they're mine. Uh, Well, I was just seeing if you listened to it. I did. Okay. So let's start with, uh, numero uno. You said, um, would you say investor? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, investors, right? Is that what I said? <laughs> I don't know what you said, but investors. But yeah, there's a couple of things in there that um, can help a realtor's business. Yeah. Um, obviously, helping an investor purchase property. Mm-hmm. But I think his message with it was being that person, like a financial planner for your database. Yeah, but Having them look at you in that same light. Yeah, I one of those
1: yeah, to your point. Um same thing with loan officers yep. and realtors should be part of a a client's team of per, trusted professionals when it comes to wealth building. Correct, because real estate is wealth building. I mean, you and I are both investors. Um we have different I guess strategies on how we do that, but the end yep. result is still investing exactly yeah but I think what we're gonna see is 2023 is people are gonna realize they have extra equity in their house Mm -hmm. uh, maybe extra cash on hand because they're afraid to spend any money or you name it the reason why and they're gonna reach out to their local trusted loan officer or realtor or combination and say hey guys like I'm thinking about buying my first property can you help me yep um and obviously the answer is yes and you know that's a whole nother rabbit hole of what that process looks like yep um but I think that's, uh, I think if you're not in the real estate business now and you're listening to this as a consumer, you should definitely use next year to start building your your empire, yeah. real estate
0: empire. And I, I'm going to take it a little further. Um, that whole mindset of looking, having your clients look at you as a professional, mm-hmm. that comes with a team as well. You're, if you're a realtor your closing attorney or title agency or whoever you're using and your um pool of loan officers that you use you all have to kind of sync up because i do think that buyers out there are wanting more than just just this quick transaction Mm -hmm. and partnering with with those type of people that help you grow your business and not each one's on an island. Yeah. You're all almost like married together Mm -hmm. is going to make you as a realtor or me as a loan officer or whoever look like that part of a trusted trusted group. uh, One of our, one of our
1: things for our business in my team is the customer experience is number one. Mm -hmm. I, I I like to joke around have a good time, but I do not, that's my standard is we, I demand excellence in that particular field. So piggybacking on what you said, yeah, like our closing attorney, Brady Boyette. Yeah. Brett, good Lord, Brady Boyette. Yeah. Um, shout out to those guys. Yeah. Uh, you, we we pretty much recommend them just for anybody we meet because they're that awesome and I know they have our back. If you want to hear what he sounds like, he's episode three, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Doug, Doug and Brian, they're awesome. Yeah, and um, good people. You know, one thing that I've learned uh, in this business is that you, if you lead from education, Mm-hmm. Uh, edu- educating your clients, the the money will follow, and these guys are that same way. I can, I mean I can pick up the phone now, call Doug, and he's going to answer, yeah, and he's going to guide me and and advise me on what I need to do to help a client. And I, anyway, okay. that's it's not all about the the dollar. I know other attorneys that will send you an invoice,
0: correct. And um, on that, that just there's so much, I don't know how to describe it, but when each part of the facet is like an island on their own, deals will work. But are you really going to put that customer experience to the next level by having that? And that's where I think we're going to go with the lower amount of trans- transactions. People are going to approach the home buying process a little differently and they want that team Mm-hmm. aspect of it. Well, piggybacking <laughs> off of um, what Brian said. We've I think said piggyback a lot, by uh, the
1: yeah, way. I like saying piggyback. Um, going <laughs> back into my... I don't even know what to say here. <laughs> To but, expand on that further. There we go. Um, there was a, I think it was a master class we went to with Buffini and Company, either Nashville or Richmond last year where Brian started talking about um, consumers in any business value service. Yes. And that's going to come into play big time here. Yeah, it's part of the whole recession. Hmm? Is is the restart of that? I mean, you think about any service industry, food, yeah, is one. You know, people are gonna pay top dollar to go get the experience and you know, great service. So yeah, same on our end. And yeah. you and on the realtor side of things, you partner with the people that help you deliver that experience. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we went on a tangent there. I'm sorry. I you
1: you made me do
0: I'm that. sorry. Piggybacking. Um, so the other part of your takeaway was what i don't remember I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything until you remember well it's gonna be very awkward silence here <laughs> i don't even remember okay the one thing that i one of the other thing that i took away from it was uh when he was talking about rents yep and where that's going and he used the analogy of a, a volcano and the lava that's about ready to boil over is the increase in rents which is also a part of that investor piece of it um and why that's important to explain to potential investors out there. Do you remember that part?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, the the trailing indicator, right? Is that yeah. what we're going down? Yeah. So what's going to happen is as current leases expire, that are caught on rental dollar amounts from 12 months ago or 18 months ago or even two years ago are going to have to adjust to the current market price. And what that does is affects affordability there too. Yeah. Is, that, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, 100%. So I um I I have a really big concern with affordability right now. Yeah. Um for tenants and property owners. Yeah. Uh the, the people that want to buy. It's it, pricing is out of control and not everybody can afford yep. a house anymore. I mean, there was a time when I first got in the industry, you know, the average price in in Wake County is like 300 grand.
0: Yeah. Well, they, t- they talked about that on the podcast or in the bold prediction is that, you know, back in the day it was Forty to sixty thousand was, you know, to buy your starter home, and now you have to make close to a hundred grand. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, and it's only going to get higher. Correct. So until as we, until the incomes come up, which they're going to, they will. It, but it it just takes time. You know, the lagging effect of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So you have a bunch of pieces of papers in front of you. I do. I well, I walked in today and you threw three pieces of paper at me from. Those are really cool. I don't know what here. You talk. I don't even know what. No, we're is. not going to really talk about them. I mean. It's just talking about data points of the nation, like what home prices were overall for the the country. the average purchase price you know was twenty three thousand back in the day and now it's gonna be hitting four hundred in twenty thirty mm-hmm. um, it's just it's just cool to see see that like here in wake county, the which is Raleigh um median of home prices is four eighty seven yeah, which is crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, so in four years it has gone from. Mid threes, probably. Yeah. So $130,000. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Um. What else? Um. I mean, uh, a couple stats from
1: the Buffini podcast, or I'm sorry, the bull predictions from Brian Buffini. Um, first quarter 2023, home prices anticipated to rise over 5%. So
0: what that means to you as an agent is you have. You're gonna- on, let's throw a disclaimer in here real quick. Go ahead. We're going to nerd out. It's going to get pretty boring. Yeah, like a whole bunch of numbers. So if you need to stop it because you don't deal with that, that's fine. But if you're a nerd like us, stay on because we're going to get really nerdy. I don't know if I'm a, I'm a nerd. Are you going to stay on then? Are you going to get off? <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> no, so uh,
1: yes. So let's, let's jump numbers here. Yeah. So first quarter, um, home prices going up 5.4%. This is nationwide. Yeah. So obviously uh, certain markets can see a flat line or other ones can see um, higher number than that but what that means to you as an agent that gives you an opportunity, um, to obviously to make a little bit more money as the prices go up, yep. but you're gonna have to make sure that your clients are truly qualified to be able to absorb that 5% increase when they go to buy a property. Yep. Would you agree? hundred percent. Got it. Uh, the inventory. So right now nationwide, uh, and I can only speak to what we have in Wake County or our local MLS. We're still on a very low inventory number. Mm-hmm. Um, we we need to catch up. So the good news here, the next stat is inventory will rise year over year by twenty three percent nationwide. So as the mortgage rates come back down, people might realize now's the time to sell. You know, we have ready, willing, and able buyers when the rates go down, and people can maximize that equity and step up or step down as buyers. Mm-hmm. And I think that will be a tremendous opportunity on the real estate side. I like that. Are you gonna jump in and help here, or you just want to go?
0: Yeah. Um, well, I was just looking at my piece of paper over here. So historically, Wake County has seen an uh, appreciation of three point four two, and forecasting is just over four percent. Okay. Um, and what that does, I mean, if you look, if you push that out over nine years, you know, if you bought a house that's four hundred thousand, yeah, you'd end up like. Roughly about six hundred k in in nine years. Yeah. So what what could you do with two hundred thousand dollars extra? Yeah, that rate of return is is crazy. It's you know about three hundred percent on a five percent down payment. So if you are let's play a
1: hypothetical here, mm-hmm. if you are a first time investor, you own a property, one single family home, yeah, and you realize, hey, I've got two hundred thousand dollars in equity in my house. Is it better to sit on that equity or is it
0: better to get that equity out and do something with it? Are you asking me personally? Yes. Uh, I would pull it out. And do what with it? Invest it. How? In real estate. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I, the reason I'm asking, man, I know your answer because I have the same Correct. philosophy. Correct. I just, I think people don't understand the next step in that progression.
0: Well, in there's, a, there's so many different ways to look at it. You know, you're, there's the, the whole belief of paying your debt down and get not paying interest at all on anything um and then there's the belief of using other people's money to as leverage to either gain some cash flow or appreciation and i am in the real estate world and love real estate and i will always do that but I'm, i'm smart i don't over leverage i think that's where the the breaking point is when you get to a point of over-leveraging yourself to where if things do correct a different way you're you're sunk it
1: no for sure i think um you know we we both uh, that was bad whatever yeah. that was yeah um i think the philosophies are typically the same you know you you said this multiple times in different episodes of you invest in real estate for cash flow or for future appreciation yeah one um, or the other i like i like the cash flow side of it. Yeah. Right. So if someone says, Hey Matt, you can pull out a home equity line of credit on your property for 5% and put into an investment property where you're going to make 20% cash on cash your first year. So you, you have a net gain of 15% on your money. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I think um, education on the real estate broker side,
0: that's back to the eye and being a,
1: an investor and like guiding your clients for that. Yeah. And, and circling back, bringing it on to to home plate. A baseball analogy
0: yeah. piggyback <laughs> dude
1: <laughs> i i think uh i think next year is going to be a big year for education we we've actually already part of our 2023 goals is we're going to do a first time home buying investor series where we, yeah. we can team up with the right people yeah my preferred lender uh <laughs> my uh my closing attorneys and kind of guide people through becoming an investor
0: yeah i think that's a massive area in the market Especially here in Raleigh, North Carolina. So are you done nerding out? Do you have more nerd nerd Uh, stuff?
1: I mean, the only other thing was the medium home prices projected to continue rising. One thing, I mean, that we can talk about here is 10 years, 12 years ago now, nationwide, the average home price was $173,000. Yeah. In 2020, it was 300 grand. So what we're going to see is as these properties continue to rise, um, people need to understand that you have a significant wealth building tool in your house. And um, I'm not sure people quite understand that concept yet. So, you can explain it. We just, I mean, we just, I should have yeah. did, but I, I just looking at the data here, it just reinforces the fact
0: that use your house to build your wealth. Yeah.
1: Don't just sit, don't let it sit there. Yeah.
0: But, yeah a whole bunch of variables in there, but yes. Yep. So was that all three of your investors?
1: Um, pro ex- experience. Yeah. Yeah. Pro. being a professional, I mean, yeah. right now there, you're going to have clients. I have clients right now that don't want to hear what I have to tell them because they're caught in 12 months ago land. Correct. Where prices were insane. Homes are selling in two minutes and that's not what we are experiencing here. So, um, you know, it's, being a professional is, uh, in my opinion, delivering a great experience, but also admitting if you price a property wrong on the real estate side, you might price it too high because things are changing so fast that your clients should know right at the beginning of your relationship, like, hey, we're going to make some changes and pivot with the market.
0: Yeah. So back when I, I got my license, I basically started my business um, calling expired listings mm-hmm. and those are going to come back people are not there's not gonna be the pros out there brian even touched on the on the bull prediction is people are going to listen to their their sellers and not put it where the actual market is and where the seller thinks it is yep. and those those listings are expire, and it's an easy pickup if you walk in there and you're a professional and you yeah. guide them correctly on how to list their house and when, you, when, you lead, their- when you lead, when you lead Sorry, right. to interrupt you. You're just always, you know. Yeah. Well, whenever you lead with the data like that, so
1: you know, part of my pre- listing presentations is I show up with a, um, a CMA summary sheet that shows different data points and all that. I think a lot of times people don't know how to properly price a
0: home. What are you doing? I, sorry, go ahead. Just not like when you talk about yourself. <laughs> just I'm done. Okay. No, but um, yeah the the professional piece of it is such a big thing. Mm-hmm. I think that was his main point of the whole bull prediction is that uh, being a professional and that it's it's going to be softer. We're going to have less transactions and you're going to have to fight for those transactions.
1: 100% agree with that. I can go in and tell you I'm seeing that now with my yeah. Q1 forecast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Was that it? Yeah, that's it. All right. We did good. What I mean? think. What, what time? What's our time? About 19 minutes. Oh, that's pretty quick. Yeah. So do you have anything else you want to say? No, I'm good. All right. Well, Merry Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas. Uh, I'd say Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, if we don't do another one before the break. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you doing anything for? Staying here. Yeah. Yep. We um our new
1: house um is roughly two miles from my parents' house. It's so nice. We'll be. Local. Do
0: you guys uh have any traditions on cooking things? So my uh my mom. I'm gonna take a step back here. Let me educate you a little bit here on the uh. The Matt Bergman family here. Is this? Are we going to go over a no, minute? No,
1: no, no. no. <laughs> so no, we. My mom's one of nine kids. Wow! And uh, every Christmas, um, as a kid, all my aunts and uncles, cousins, they all come. And as the family's grown, people have children of their own now. Yeah, it's a gigantic party mm-hmm. every year at my parents' house. So it's one thing for me as a kid. I used to love it, man. Get up in the morning, <clears throat> Santa Claus came. Do yeah. your, your immediate family stuff. And then a couple hours later, your entire extended family comes. That's cool. And then now it's my kids getting to play with cousins. My, my cousin's yeah. kids. And it's just, it's seeing the their faces and stuff is pretty cool. That's awesome. So anyway, we do, we still do that every year.
0: Nice. So no like meals that you guys do. It's just a gigantic free for all. So you guys just cereal and
1: oatmeal. <laughs> and and <laughs> yeah. <steaks>. Captain Crunch. <laughs> no, um, it's, it's ham, turkey. Oh, okay. And then my mom goes, my mom's a Christmas Nerd. Yeah. So she goes absolutely crazy this time of year. So she loves it. She puts on a big spread for us.
0: Well, I hope everybody enjoys their family during this break, holidays. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to sign sign off like nicely when you're being a jerk. Yep. (laughs) All right. Enjoy it.